Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that support the podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. There are many reasons why one would not want to have cockroaches in their home. And here's another one. Police in Detroit say the unidentified 50-year-old man in question will recover after this incident involving a cockroach in his home Tuesday morning. Reports say the man was in his living room when he saw the nasty bug crawl up the wall across the room. Now, being confined to a wheelchair, man, he probably couldn't get over there to kill the darn thing in time, so he did the next best thing. He picked up his shoe and threw it at the roach. There was, though, as you might expect, just one problem. After he had taken his shoe off earlier and, well, set it on the floor, he put his handgun inside. And the weapon, too, was flung across the room inside the shoe as he forgot it was there. And when it hit the floor, it discharged, firing a bullet back and hitting the man in the foot. No word, though, on whether the roach was killed in the melee. <laughs> How tough a town do you live in, Cliff, when your shoes have to be armed? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm sitting here this morning yeah. wondering why. Why? Why what? Why? Why? Have I been cursed with such good looks and the inability to hit a baseball? Because <laughs> if I could hit a baseball, Cliff, yeah. all my financial problems would be solved, according to uh, the recent contract <laughs> I saw Yeah, signed. I saw that on the nightly news last Is night. Is that not insane? Yeah. $430 million. Yeah. Why, Cliff? I would trade some of my good looks for the yeah. ability to hit a baseball. <laughs> I would trade all of my looks for $430 million. Yeah, that's a deal no one wants, though. Sorry. Well, the mirror here in our men's room at Country 98.1 is cracked yeah. this morning. And it's cracked? Yes. Holy cow. And now I can't get my eyes to uncross whenever <laughs> I look in there. Isn't it seven years, Cliff, bad luck? That's correct, yes. I have broken many a mirror in my life. Yeah. Somewhere, sometime. Yeah. Maybe in a past life, Cliff, mm -hmm. I was a official mirror breaker <laughs> during you the time of the Pharaohs. You're a pretty rare man to just look in a mirror and you and it breaks. It was already oh. broke. <laughs> so you just happened to be the first person to look in it after it broke. Yes. I'm assuming so, You Cliff. know, mirrors don't, they're hanging on the wall. They just don't break on their own. I understand that. But there it is. Got a big crack in it this morning. <laughs> We the problems aboard American Airlines Flight 164 from San Francisco to New York Monday had nothing to do with any of the software issues that seem to be making all the news headlines with Boeing these days. No, the problems aboard the Airbus A321 were more basic, shall we say. As in, they had the approval of the morning roadshow department of just in time for breakfast. The flight left San Francisco International on time and everything was A-OK -okay as the jet climbed over the Rockies and to cruise altitude. But then, whatever the bulk of the passengers seemed to have eaten in the hours before the flight came to fruition and all the bathrooms were s soon found to be unusable. Tanks were full, shall we say. The airline later apologized for having to divert to Chicago just to empty the crappers. But that's exactly what happened. It took about 45 minutes to uh, empty the laboratory holding tanks before the plane could continue en route to JFK. You know how much one of those holds, gallon -wise? I do not know. <laughs> I could probably look it up, though. 
It's probably available on the internet. It's really not necessary. <laughs> I just thought. Let if me you, look that I up. I just thought if you knew off the top of your head, that's fine. That's fine. Yesterday I forgot this. Yeah. But yesterday was Poultry Day. Oh, it, oh! I saw that on the news. <sighs> I forgot all about yes, that. Yes, it was National Poultry Day. Yes, and when you think yeah. about it, poultry. Yeah. Is the only meat that we eat. Yeah. Before it's born and after it dies. Is that not true? No, that's absolutely true. Yes. Never really crossed my mind. And have you ever uh, have yeah. you ever been around chickens any in your life, Cliff? Not really, no. I mean, other than what you see over at the Rural King. Well. But, like, to actually raise chickens? No. Never been around anybody who had chickens. That rooster over there throws me oh off all the time whenever he starts screaming. <laughs> well, When I was in there the other day, he was hiding. Hiding? Yes. It was like he was getting ready to jump out and go, Scares you to death whenever you walk over there by him. I wonder if he's got a name. You think he's got a name? Oh, yeah, there's, I can't remember what it is, but he definitely, it says it on his cage, whatever his name is. I don't remember what, someone will tell us you know how that goes. Well, I was just thinking, Cliff, yeah. if you've ever seen a chicken out, mm-hmm. you know, and there's some folks around town yeah. that have chickens out in the country just wandering around. Okay. And it's like, I'm telling you, it's beautiful to watch a chicken walk. Really? I could stand around for... <laughs> Quite some time just watching that's, chickens that's walk a around. Weird. It is a little you strange. Say that. Well, it is strange, <laughs> but it's like a peaceful, easy feeling. I know the Eagles had that song, yeah, but yeah. it is to watch the chickens walk around. Okay. As a matter of fact, Cliff, they're a very graceful animal, I believe. All right. And um, it's almost like, um, well, yeah, it's almost like poultry in motion oh, whenever they're walking Lord. around. Really? What a long way to get there, really? didn't I? That huh? was really, yeah. By the way, the answer to your question? Yes. 250 gallons of poop. All right, now, that's not the strangest thing you've ever heard in your life. We've been getting text messages, Cliff, about my yeah. watching chickens walk and how peaceful I find that. And people have been texting in saying that's the strangest thing I've heard. <laughs> now, Cliff's had a lot of strange stories going on from Florida. Yeah. It surely doesn't compare to that. It's not that bad. <laughs> I enjoy watching a good chicken walk. I'm just telling you, I enjoy doing that. It's not like I hobby or anything. I don't run around to people's houses. You know, like, you have chickens? Can I watch them walk? Yes, I don't do that. I don't sit out in people's, you know, roadways with a pair of binoculars spying on their chickens. I don't do that. that, Well, it's a good thing because that would be creepy. I know. I'm not a creepy person. (laughs) I just like to watch a chicken walk once in a while. I don't want to raise chickens. I don't want to mess with the feeding and all of right, that because that's a lot of work. And so I'm a, you'd rather just get that weird gratification of watching a chicken walk without going into the effort. Kind of, yes, <laughs> yes. And they're scary. Is, you're a weirdo. Up close. What do you mean they're scary? They kind of well when they flop around there a little bit. You know, <laughs> they, they don't really around. fly. They kind of yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Well, I you know they got, and, and and if you got like really close to them, they can't. I don't think they can like blink their eyes or whatever. So. They're like giving you these stink eye all the time. All the time, yes. Yeah. And you can imagine look, how that would look, look through at binoculars. Because the eyes, yeah. <laughs> They're like, stop looking at my ass. <laughs> well, I've never had a chicken say that. <laughs> but I've never heard one talk to me yet either. Well, Cliff, yes. before we get off this chicken thing. <laughs> I, oh, I don't think the chicken thing is going to go away anytime I, soon. I've been thinking about this a little bit. <laughs> I wonder, yeah. just wondering out loud, yeah. if I've ever eaten a chicken yeah. that I once watched walking in someone's yard. 
You know what I'm saying? That would be that's, kind of That's sad. so weird. It's just creepy. It's creepy. Well, it is. It's bizarre. Nobody wants to eat a chicken that they've watched, you know, seen watched. And I you mean, know, and I don't think I don't think some some of the people who are texting in about this thing that you are now detailing about your personal life totally understand. Because someone did text in and say chickens are, in fact, very soothing to watch as they scratch around the yard looking for things to eat. That's right. That's not what he's doing. He's watching their butts as they walk no, away. Oh, no, I'm just watching them walk. <laughs> away. Well, sometimes they're headed south, but I that's can't right, help that's that. That's right, as their little butts are wiggling as they walk away. That's the weird part. Well, you're the one describing it, so who's weird now? <laughs> Didn't hear me describing how it looked, did well, I? Well, you huh? you're clearly you were trying to duck and cover yourself. Look, this is not as strange yeah. as having a pet pig that came into your house. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't have a problem with that. That's I mean, weird. I, really? I don't, have, I don't have a pig. I have no intention of getting a pig. But I've heard of people who have pet pigs. All right, they're Here. quite intelligent animals. They can, in fact, be house trained and tamed so that you know they are suitable companion animals. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I'm talking yeah. a real pig. Well, I'm not talking a fake pig. No, no, no. I'm talking like, oh, what do they call them? Hampshires? One of those breed of pigs yeah. that my mom told me. Yeah. Now, this was many years ago when she was a kid in Owensville. They yeah. lived out in the country. Yeah. They had a pet pig that they named and all of that, and yeah. he came into the house, yes. and they would pet him and talk to him. Right. And then he would go outside the house and come yeah. back in. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a different time then. And so I remember as a kid, I said, what happened to this pet pig of yours yeah. that you love so much? Yes. And she goes, well, when it got to a certain weight, mm-hmm. we ate it. Now, that's weird. <laughs> okay, you got me on that one. See? Okay. <laughs> springtime. Yeah. yeah. Officially, the first day of spring today, as that's, a matter of that's fact. That's what I thought. Yeah. And you with that Hawaiian shirt on. I like well, that. Well, that's why I wore the Hawaiian shirt. Well, Cliff, we have the phrase that pays. We need your help. At 8-11 this morning, we'll give you a little gift certificate from Subway for helping us out. 812-386-1250. Read this story from Huntsville, Alabama. Proves there's no real best weapon you can bring along when you commit a crime. 33-year-old Laney Nicholson and 32-year-old Seth Holcomb both face charges of attempted armed robbery after allegedly walking into a Conoco convenience store there Saturday afternoon with ill intent. Police say Holcomb first went into the store as if to buy something, then returned to his car, went back and forth several times, then entering the store for the final time, pulled a knife on the clerk and demanded money. The unidentified clerk then calmly reached below the counter and produced in the most Crocodile Dundee way possible a big machete. (laughs) Might have even said, now that's a knife, but there was no sound on the surveillance video. Eventually, the clerk was seen whacking the assailant getaway vehicle with the machete as they pulled away. The duo arrested a short time later. I think that's our first story with a machete that had a good ending to it. I believe you're right. I think that yes. is, Cliff. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of uh, good things, yeah, the phrase that pays, yes. we're going to do it next. Okay? Cool. 812-386-1250. Help us out a little bit this morning. <laughs> Remember... If it's not good, we'll use one of mine. And he'll use something with chickens. Let's you not do that. You know I will. Yes. Now, look, Cliff wants to talk some chicken here, and we want That's to right. stop all of that. So yes. give well, us a call. You started it, so. We yes. want to play the phrase that pays, and we're going to give you a nice Subway gift certificate. That's right. Chime in with your phrase, please, and make it good, or we're going to go down chicken lane. <laughs> we're going down chicken lane. Are you serious? 
Uh, let's go to the phone lines, yeah. Cliff. See who we have here. Hi, who's this? Uh, this is Dennis, Karen Brooks. All right, Dennis, where are you from? Uh, Posey County, out west of Evansville. Okay. Wow, okay. Do you have a, a phrase for us today, uh, Dennis? Uh, yeah, there's one I use for uh, younger people nowadays that uh, go out and have too much fun of a night. Okay. And I tell them, if you're going to hoot with the owls, get up and soar with the eagles. If you're going to hoot with the owls... Get up and soar with the eagles. Yes, that's it, we Cliff. Now, Dennis, <laughs> Dennis, did your uh, dad tell you that when you were a young man? <laughs> yeah, there was some evenings when I was hooting, I never got to bed. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we, we lived on a farm, and there was mornings I would come in, and uh, the coffee was on, and uh, we just changed clothes and took off again, you know? <laughs> you couldn't do I learned that. From you couldn't do that now, could you, Dennis? Oh, once in a while we try it. <laughs> oh, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, Dennis, we're going to use that phrase, okay? Well, after all, we have to be a good example. Yeah. Well, you have to you have to have the experience to be able to tell people not to do it. Yeah. That's the way okay. I look at it. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Yes. Well, Dennis, yeah. we've got that Subway gift certificate here for you. Thank you for calling in this morning, and we're using your phrase, okay? Well, thank you very much, and you guys have a nice day. You too. Bye, Dennis. Now, I'm going to step into this real lightly, Cliff, because yeah. I'm still a little shocked about all the controversy over me watching chickens walk. Yeah. But this is something else, Cliff. Okay. I personally yeah. am one of those people that I do not believe in aliens. Okay. I don't believe that they visit us. I right. don't believe they're hovering around. When I hear people say they were abducted by an alien, yeah. that's what would happen have to happen to me in order for you to believe yes. that they actually exist yes okay and that's just my opinion on yeah. that no that's perfect everyone's entitled to an opinion and if so. i was ever abducted by an alien yeah. i'm gonna flip the uh, script a little bit oh you are yes interesting if that ever would happen okay and i don't think that it will mm -hmm. but if they abduct me i'm probing one of them <laughs> that's right <laughs> They always get the probing. And Everybody you, says they right. were probing. And if you bring your lab coat and safety glasses, they'll think it's all legit, too. That's right. <laughs> well, someone's going to the Grand Ole Opry this Saturday. Somebody listening right now, Cliff. Yes. All they have to do in mm -hmm. three minutes is call us at 812-386-1250. <laughs> okay. We'll play. Yep. Is it true or did I just make it all up? If you answer correctly, <laughs> you're going to get the two tickets for That's you and right. a friend to go. Right. And sadly, that whole weird thing you've been going on this morning about watching a chicken's butt, that's all true. I'm watching them walk. Let's not get specific where I'm looking. You don't know where I'm looking. <laughs> I probably really don't want to know where you're looking. Look, you've got to get this right because we're running out of coasters here at Country 98.1. <laughs> that's right, because if you get it wrong... You get a pair of Weed and Cliff bar coasters, which we don't have a whole lot more of. Yeah, so please get this right. Let's go yeah. to the phone line right now. Hi, who's this? Tony Carson. All right, Tony, where are you from? Evansville. All right, are you ready to uh, try to see what's going on here? Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Now, Tony, you're not going to throw off just to get the coasters, are you? I'm thinking about it. Don't do that. <laughs> no, we're almost we're out of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'll try not to. So, okay, well, Tony... First of all, are you a married man? No. No. So that means in the last couple of weeks, I'm guessing you've been to a grocery store. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, here's your statement. You tell me if it's true or if I just made it up. All right. The first grocery store opened in the United States in 1916. 
I'll go through. Congratulations. Well You're going to the Opry, Tony. Oh, man. I was trying to throw it off. I know. <laughs> but it's absolutely true. You hang on the phone line, Tony. I need to speak with you for just a couple of minutes, okay? All right. All right. Thank, Thank you. you, Tony. Boy, I'm glad he got that, Cliff. You know, when I looked this up, Cliff, yeah. the average total at checkout yeah. in that first grocery store, mm-hmm. 96 cents. <laughs> that was the average. You would think there would have been grocery stores before then, but I, I guess know. they were like general stores. Yes. This, this was the first store that specialized in food sales. That's exactly right. All right. And Tony yeah. Carson, yeah. he knew that. And he's well, going to the Grand Ole Opry this Saturday night. He guessed it. Well. We're going to say he knew that. Cliff, the report is out. Yes. And the report says the Playboy Mansion is haunted by female ghosts two years after Hugh Hefner has passed away. Really? That's right. Really? Now, I read this report, Cliff, from front to back about the ghosts, and I only read it for the articles. I promise you. That's right. There there were no pictures of the ghosts in the article. That's exactly right. I totally understand. I was a little disappointed by that, too, as a matter of fact. Right. Well, Cliff, I found out this morning, and yeah. I didn't know this. What's that? You know, everybody in country music or any kind of music, they mm-hmm. have the signature song. It's theirs. No, yeah. As a matter of fact, I was watching an interview last night on Access TV, the Dan Rather show. Oh, the big interview. Yeah. And they were talking with the guys uh, from Kansas. Remember that rock band? Oh, yes. And talking about their signature song and how it came to be. It was literally almost an accident, and now it's the song that they play literally half a decade or half a century later. Is it Dust in the Wind? Yes. Yes. Um, and it's become, they played it all over the world, and they always do it acoustic because they hear the people in the crowd singing as loud as they sing. It's that It's that well-known. So you're, everyone ha- every artist has that. Major artist. Yes. If you ever a one-hit wonder, right. I mean, well, that would so be a then, different then thing. Then it's clearly your, yeah. your signature song only was your you only got. hit. But I did not know <laughs> until this morning, Cliff, Yeah. yeah. That Blake Shelton's, what mm-hmm. I believe his signature song is, mm-hmm. was actually recorded yeah. first by George Jones. Really? I had no clue. I mean, He's even named his restaurant in Nashville this. Old Red. Did you know this George This was a Jones? George Jones song? Yes, it was. No idea whatsoever. As you know, Cliff, yeah. about this time every morning, I start yeah. getting really excited here on Country 98.1. Because it's about time to go check the eggs at the, at the hen house. No, no. watch the chickens for a while. No. <laughs> it's almost time for Take It to the watch Bank. Watch their little butts go. No, no, no. Of they walk. Stop with your walking. <laughs> it's, it's almost time for Take It to the Bank. Oh, it is, huh? And Cliff... Yeah. Our Take It to the Bank today okay. yes. follows the rules of yeah. the Take It to the Bank. Okay. It's entirely true. Okay. And it's a failure. Now, I don't think <laughs> it's true. It's true, and it's a failure. Yes. Okay. I don't think that you should get credit for inventing something if it's a total failure. Like this. <laughs> okay. If I said, yeah. I, have inven- I have invented yeah. a bulletproof vest. And, and you're I- like... Well, let me test that out. And I get one of my friends, and I say, shoot me, and it kills me. Right. It doesn't work. I haven't really invented a bulletproof vest. No. It's you, no different than the vest you get with a three-piece that's suit. Exactly, you may have come up with a concept. Yes. But you didn't invent the bulletproof vest. That's exactly right. right. Okay. But, I totally understand what you're saying. But our take it to the bank yeah. involves exactly that, only it's not a bulletproof vest, Yeah. but it is made of fabric. It's time now for take it to the bank. Well, Cliff, our take it to the bank today is about yeah. failure. 
and it's all true. <laughs> that's something you know a lot about. That is exactly right, and that's why I picked this one. Yeah. You see, somebody had to invent yeah. the parachute. Well, true. And his name? Yeah. Franz Reichelt. Okay. He was a tailor in France. All right. And he thought, I can do this. And so he invented the first parachute in 1912. Okay. And he used it to jump off of the Eiffel Tower. Hmm. And then died when it didn't, didn't quite work didn't right. Didn't work right. That's exactly right. So he's credited <laughs> with being the inventor of the parachute, which I don't think is right. Well, no. I mean, he, he came up with the concept of the parachute. Yes. And we all know today that it works. Yes. But unless you, um, you know, survive the prototype test, you really didn't invent the parachute. You see, the Wright brothers invented the airplane. And they survived. And they survived. There were other people who didn't survive. Yes. So they can't be credited with, you know, inventing. Yeah, I could take a handkerchief out of my pocket and yeah. climb our tower years ago and uh -huh. jump off of it and right. say, I invented the parachute. <laughs> but you didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I invented a stupid way to get killed. <laughs> Giant demon goats. That's what I Wimpled. think of when I think of a giraffe, Cliff. That's what I think of. Okay, you, I mean, you have a point there. A giant demon goat. Right. Is a, could be construed as a giraffe. Yes. There's a point there, but there's a more serious underlying issue that we need to discuss. Okay. You're talking now about how a giraffe looks. You've spent much of the morning talking about how much you admire how much a chicken walks. You know, I think you really need to go to... Uh, like a farm and a zoo and maybe get all this stuff out of your system? Or wait, maybe you don't need to be alone with the animals. Okay, no. No. <laughs> let's, not, let's not push that button. Rain showers today. Oh, I think you've already pushed the button. You just can't stop pushing it now. Seriously. Cliff, anything said today? Yes, it was a fine morning. We started out and then it started a long, slow downhill slide when you said phrase number three. It's beautiful to watch a chicken walk. The chickens replied by saying, number two, stop looking at my ass. Okay, all right. <laughs> then, the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, just a few moments ago, it was determined that you don't need to be alone with the animals. Okay, we got to get away from animal stuff here. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.